ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Donald Trump was a strong critic of NATO when he was US president, from repeated threats to pull out of the military alliance to regular complaints that the US was paying more than its fair share. But at a campaign rally in South Carolina, the Republican frontrunner took it to a whole new level, encouraging Russia to do whatever the hell they want with member countries that don't meet their defence spending commitments. Rose Godemuller was NATO's Deputy Secretary General from 2016 to 2019. He's a lecturer at Stanford University. Welcome. Thank you. Great to be here. What does a Europe without US security guarantees look like? Well, first of all, I don't think that uh, Europe will have to do without U.S. security guarantees. I don't think, despite Trump's uh, wild words, that he would actually withdraw or could withdraw the United States from uh, the alliance. We have legislation in place that would uh, put a barrier in the way to him doing that. However, he could refuse uh, to participate in NATO operations. He could refuse to appoint uh, a U.S. ambassador to NATO. He could take steps to really disrupt uh, the U.S. leadership role in the alliance, which it, it has had since the alliance's inception 75 years ago. So Donald Trump can do a lot of damage, and it does require the NATO allies in Europe to step up, therefore, uh, in support of their own defense. NATO chief Jens Stoltenberg says Trump's comments undermine all of our security. Now, you were his most recent deputy and and served from 2016 to 2019. So that was actually during the Trump presidency. Do you think, you know, he fears Trump's return? And, And is that fear fair enough? Well, let me underscore that Jens Stoltenberg uh, developed a very good working relationship with President Trump and used that working relationship as a spur uh, to actually get the allies to step up to the commitments they'd all made at the Wales Summit in 2014 after the Russians first invaded Crimea. The the allies agreed to spend then 2% of their GDP, their gross domestic products, on defense, and very few had stepped up at that point. So there was a I would say uh, a kind of uh, good working partnership at that time. Trump, of course, was using his bullying language, but Stoltenberg was using it to encourage strongly the allies to pay. This second invasion of Ukraine that we are now coming up on the second anniversary of horrific war that the Russians have perpetrated, that actually has been a bigger spur, in my view, to the Allies now spending properly on their own defense. So it's a much better picture than it was back in 2016, 17, 18, when I was at NATO. Just finally, you were the first and remain the only woman to be NATO's deputy chief, and there's never been a woman in the top job. Would you like to see that change under Stolten- when Stoltenberg's term ends in October? Well, I would certainly love to see either the secretary general or the deputy secretary general be in the hands of a woman. There are many excellent female executives uh, throughout the NATO alliance uh, working in and out of government. So I hope that choice uh, will be made, but we shall see. In terms of the the alliance and its strength right now, does it is it in danger when it's undermined like this in a very very polarizing political campaign? 
Let me stress that the United States has always been first among equals in the NATO alliance and the strong partner, uh, as well as leader of the allies. And so I believe, and I agree with Jens Stoltenberg when he said over the weekend that these threats not only endanger the allies in Europe, but they also endanger U.S. security. And so I, uh, you know, I really am quite horrified by what Trump had to say, and I think we'll have to uh, continue to push back in every way we can against this kind of uh, wild rhetoric. Why does it play so well, though? I mean, he says it for a reason, right? Um, Is there a concern amongst Americans that they are doing too much heavy lifting? The United States, and I have to, I always love to cite John Kennedy back in the early 60s, Democrats and Republican presidents have said that the Allies need to spend more on their own defense. Now, it was, I would say, the strong pressure from Trump and this kind of bullying language that that helped to, I think, highlight for the Allies that they really did need to step up to those responsibilities in uh, in uh, the period when he was first president. And I think now, uh, I, I hope the effect uh, would be one of continuing to work together to make these bigger defense expenditures happen. But but to be honest with you now, he has gone to a new level in, in really encouraging the Kremlin, encouraging Putin to strike at NATO allies who, who don't pay, as he put it, who don't pay their bills. That's a, a ridiculous a comment. And how would that be heard from the Kremlin? Well, um, it's interesting because uh, I'm reflecting on the the uh, Tucker Carlson interview that Putin had last week, uh, and it was interesting because he went into this long de- uh, description of Russian history. So I'm not quite sure he's paying much attention to uh, what's going on today in the NATO alliance. But on the other hand, uh, he yeah. does, I think, and his political partners pay close attention to our political campaigns in the United States. So yeah, I'm sure they're taking some encouragement from what Trump had to say in South Carolina. Mm, That half an hour answer, it was quite something, wasn't it, Rose? Thank you for joining us. Yes, my pleasure. Rose Gottemurler is a former Deputy Secretary General of NATO. You're listening to ABC RN Breakfast. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.